American corn farmers, a proud and chosen profession inspired through generations. Tested, resilient, and committed to giving back as much as they're growing, pushing the boundaries of what's possible with every bushel, while replenishing every increasingly precious resource, like the reduction of soil loss by 40% with every acre grown. In a world where sustainability matters more than ever, we need all the help we can get. And there's no greater resource than the capable hands of American corn farmers. Well, good afternoon. Good afternoon. My name is William Lawson, and welcome to Fight Back 2020. Uh, it's, a, it's kind of an abbreviated um, event, but I wanted to get one in, a live one in for Friday, uh, because something is happening on Monday that we are going to talk about again. Florida teachers are preparing. Um, they're preparing this weekend. They get the, they're getting all their flyers, they're getting all their signs, they're getting all their T-shirts together. They're headed to Tallahassee, the state capital, to lobby lawmakers for what they say is more money for education. Uh, more money, that'll benefit students, but ostensibly uh, what they're doing is going there to lobby for pay increases for themselves. Uh, you know what, and I'd be fine if they if that's what they would say they were doing, Um but it's always, uh, we're doing this for the kids, we're doing this uh, for students, because we care, it's always wrapped in that, I mean, the, the stinky fish is always wrapped in that news wrap. Um, but they're headed there. So I always go, well, let's let's look at some numbers. Let's see what we got. Uh, you know, it's it's a pretty unpopular opinion that I hold that says that that teachers, and even teachers in Florida, do pretty well. You know, do pretty well. Um, it's a very unpopular, unpopular, extremely unpopular viewpoint um, that I have because the the the, the narrative that teacher teachers and teachers union want you to have is that teachers are are, li- are might as well be living communally somewhere. And teachers are um, most teachers are homeless, and living in their cars, and have no money, and are you know what eating at school because that's the only meal they're going to eat that day. And this is not really what's happening at all. You know, my thing is, let's let's just can we can we talk about what's happening for real? Now, the numbers that I have now are not numbers that are recent, so they're lower than they are currently. Um, in 2018, two years ago, um, in Florida, there were 174,184 teachers. It's a huge workforce, first of all. And that's something that, that, that doesn't get talked about. It's a monstrous workforce. My guess is that there are not 170,000 electrical engineers in the state of Florida. So... Because there are fewer of them, they can demand more money. You know what I'm saying? I'm guessing that there are not one, one, um doctors in the state of Florida. And if nothing else, because of that, they can demand more money. When you have that many people in your profession, in your pool, you are, I mean, the natural economic is that you're going to make less money. And it's, and if you add that you are not creating a 
sellable product that you can improve upon, that you can control anything about it economically because your job is to educate, you're sort of stuck in a situation where you have to depend on the kindness of strangers for your salary, don't you? And when that's the case, it makes it very difficult at the onset to have salaries that are commensurate with electrical engineers and attorneys and the people that you graduated with, people who work in IT and the like. You know? It makes it difficult. So you can't compare them. You can't. Um... How many, how many NFL football players are there? Let's find out. How many NFL players are there? Typing, you can tell, right? All right. So we're gonna find out how many um, player. I mean, total players are there in the league. I can grant. I, I I can I can I can guarantee you there's there's not a hundred thousand. There are. Let's see here. They are. It's fifty three times thirty two, and I was hoping for a number. Um, uh, fifty three. I'm down. I got the wrong thing. But that's a lot less, obviously. A, I mean, obviously, there's a, there's a whole bunch less than 174,000. So, I mean, it is just common, really, that there still is a, is a lot more scarce. There are only 1,696 players on the roster at any given time, if all the rosters are full. There's only 1,600 people basically in the world who are doing that job. That's it. Now, we can attach importance to it if you want. It's entertainment. It's not, it's not anything more than that. It's entertainment. But there's only 1,600 people doing it. A percentage, a, a, a 1% of the, people who, of the people who are teaching in the state of Florida. Okay. Um, so, it just makes sense because of the number of people who are doing that job, that they're going to be able to, to demand more. Now, is there something that we can do about that, about the number of people who are in? Um, nothing we can do about it. But that's your first situation. That's your first situation. Now, we're going to go to some of the smaller Florida counties. I want to start with a county that I um, that I sent at the table to long years ago, and spoke to them because they were recruiting black teachers in this county um, because they had a very low amount of black teachers. Now this county has gotten a bunch bigger. This county is Bay County. Bay County has eighteen hundred five teachers as of two thousand eighteen. Had eighteen hundred five teachers. The average salary. Of those teachers, is forty three thousand nine hundred thirty eight dollars. 
and 34 cents. That's the average salary. Average meaning half the people make more than that. Think about that. Half of the people, over 900 some odd people make more than that. And then you have the rest who probably don't make much more, much less than that, but they make less a year. In Bay, you know what, in Bay County, where the cost of living is fairly, fairly low. So, frankly, the people in Bay County probably, you know, teachers in Bay County probably live pretty good because of where they live. Now, the, the, the flip side of that coin is in Dade County and the other end of the state, there are 19,000, where to go, 19,501 teachers, at least there was in 2000, 2018, and the average salary is $51,155.76, which is not incredible by any stretch of the imagination. But it's a heck of a lot more than their teachers are teaching in Bay County, and they're teaching the same curriculum. They are, they, they are under the same duress. They are under the same testing, and we'll talk about testing later. They're under the same conditions that you have to teach in, in Duval County and, and Bay. I mean, or, or Dade County and Bay, and Bay County. They are still Flor, Florida public teachers. The only difference is that they they live day to day by the whims of the Bay County School Board and not the Dade County School Board. So, um, in Dade County, you probably don't live as well as the teachers who who, who teach, who, who chosen to live and teach in Bay County. I want to get to some sm even smaller counties. Dade County is, is the largest county. Let's get down to Franklin County, another county in the, in the Panhandle. 89 teachers in 19, in 2018, 89 teachers. Their average salary in Franklin County is $40,486.80. Again, you ain't knocking the world over. You ain't, I mean, you ain't pocketing mad cash at 40 grand a year. Understood. But from where you live, you live in Franklin County, in the state of Florida, in uh, you know a rural county in the Panhandle, you're not doing bad. You're doing as well as most everybody else in that county. Better than most. Better than most. Now, in the county I live in, I live in Hillsboro. Hillsboro has fourteen thousand. Had anyway as of um, January. 2018, 14 for the family of four. It doesn't. 50, 50 grand doesn't send 50 grand doesn't send you on a carnival cruise in your three months off for summer every year. It most certainly does not. It does not guarantee that your second car is going to be a Land Rover or or or, or an H2. It does not. It does not. 50 grand does not guarantee that you will live in a gated neighborhood. It does not. It doesn't even guarantee that you might not have to, in the summertime, pick up a second job, tutoring, or something. It does not. Understood. It, believe me. 
before we before people get all pissed off, because I, I know I've got people listening from a certain Facebook group who love to hate on me whenever I bring this up. I get it. Why? Why do I get it? Because I've done it. I know. But we have to keep perspective as to what we are dealing with. Because I'm going to take a short break. I'm going to come back and I'm going to ask some serious questions to teachers um, about salary and when they took the job and why they took the job. And where's the money come from? And where's any new money going to come from? We'll be back right after these messages. You know, every man my age should have three things in my opinion. First, you should have your own barber. Second, you should have your own car mechanic. And third, you should have your own florist. That's right, florist. My florist is Christine Vasconcello at Blooming Days Flower Shop, located at 11618 North Florida Avenue here in Tampa, Florida. An FTD Top 100 florist, Blooming Days meets all of your floral needs while respecting your budget. Give Christine a call at 813-933-1942. www.bloomingdays.com Hi, this is Willie Lawson. You know, with so much content whizzing around out there, there's only one storytelling platform that helps you keep calm and stay informed and inspired. It's Flipboard. Yeah, Flipboard curates the world story so you can be smarter in your work, life, and play. Choose from thousands of topics to personalize Flipboard and get the latest stories from the best publishers and experts delivered to you 20 Four, seven. When you see stories that you want to save or share, just tap the plus button and add them to your private or public collections. It's that simple. It's used by millions of people every day. Flipboard is how people move themselves and the world forward. So get started now at Flipboard.com. That's Flipboard.com. Welcome back. Welcome back to Fightback 2020. Uh, Fightback 2020 is a production of Fightback Media Radio Network. Um, you can learn more about Fightback Media, Media Radio Network at fightbackmedia.com. Fightbackmedia.com. Uh, we also um, uh, produce a, a, a morning program called The Morning Report. 
And the Morning Report is on all the places that you can get podcasts. It's it's we're everywhere, everywhere. Savoir Fair is at we are everywhere. Uh, we <laughs> and uh, we want to be everywhere. We want to be everywhere that you are. Want to make it. We want to make it easy for you to reach over and go. Oh, there it is. Um, we don't want you to be too far away from it. We want you to be on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. We want to be on Spotify. Uh, we want to be on Deezer. We want to be on Castbox. We want to be everywhere where where you are. Everywhere where you are. Um, so you can check us out then. My me and my friend Paul Swanson. Paul Swanson of the Swanson Report, S-W-A-N-S-E-N, because it's Swedish, and Paul is a Swedish guy. So you want to check that out for sure. All right, we were talking about the Florida teachers are are preparing this weekend. They're getting their lunchboxes together, and they're getting all their pens and pencils, and, and, they, and, they, and they're passing all, all their talking points, and, and, and they're mapping out which of the senators and which of the House representative people, especially the Republicans, they're going to go and see, and they're going to be out in their office and they're going to sing and they're getting all their chants together and they're going to sing songs and, and they're, and they're going to have this really emotional, cathartic experience because this is what they do. No one's talking reason. No one's talking. Can we really be honest about where we are in this conversation and where's the money come from? Most, if not all salaries for public school teachers come from property taxes inside the county they're in or school district they're in. In Florida, we're, we're set up in counties. So school districts seem to be larger. That's how you can have a school district, if you're listening, that has 19,000 teachers. You're like, what the hell? How, how many? Think about it. Let me help you. Hillsborough County that had, I don't know, 14,000 t- teachers, I said, or something, something like that, um, is the... Eighth largest, I'm sorry, now it's the seventh largest school district in the country. There are 27, soon to be 28 high schools. Every high school has over over 2,000 kids. There are 50 middle schools, 50 plus middle schools, 130, almost 130, excuse me, 140 elementary schools, plus all sorts of other specialty schools. Hillsborough, uh, the Hillsborough County School District is the largest employer in the county, far and away far and away. So, it's not like other, we don't divide up like other places, um, but still, the most of the teacher's salaries come from property taxes in, you know what, in the counties they're in, which is why there is the disparity of salaries. That's why there is disparity of, of salaries. That's why two years ago in 2019 in Escambia County, uh, the average salary was 44000 And in Gilchrist County with 151 teachers, wait, there's fewer teachers and the salary has gone up, 58000 hmm, What did I, what did I want to say? Escambia, there's 2,600 teachers. The average salary was 44000 And in um, Gilchrist County, there's only 100. There's only 151 teachers. The average salary is 58. Well, yeah, of course it is, because everybody gets paid about everybody gets paid about the same. I mean, to be honest with you, uh, let's see. I saw a, a a lower one, Madison County, which is just two counties from the state capital. There's Madison, and then there's Jefferson, and then there's Leon. Um, as we move move from east to west, Madison, you see it in your head. Next county over, bop. Uh, Jefferson, 
and I'll look at their salaries too because they have to be similar because the population in Madison and Jefferson County are are extremely similar. The number of schools are similar. Similar. Jefferson County has one high school. Um, let's see, Jefferson, Jefferson. I, I know the alphabet, I do. Yeah, Jefferson has 53 teachers in the entire county. And the average salary is 41,000. Well, Madison has 175 teachers and the average salary is lower, 39,000. It indeed... No, I was going to say they may have the lowest salary, um, average salary in the state, but I think that may be Holmes. With 315 teachers, 34,000 is what I'm, I, I can just see as I'm scrolling. Uh, and let's see, I think, uh, or the U.S., or the, or the U.F. lab school that only has 67,000 teachers, the average salary there is 39,000, and I think it's because we're the people who aren't really finished yet I'm thinking that that might be it but in any case so a lot of this has to do with property taxes and the property taxes um, of the county that you're living in some counties have higher property taxes because the property is worth for, for for any number of reasons one of them being that the property is worth more so property taxes in Dade County Miami Broward County Fort Lauderdale are going to be a lot more expensive than in Bay County or in Jefferson County or in Madison County or in um, Polk or Pasco even in you know maybe especially in parts of the county right so this is part of the dynamic. So going to the state, so the state can mandate, can basically write a check to your county. And you could use some of that money, so the county could use some of that money to pay you more on an ongoing basis. Seems like not the way to go. For me, seems like not the way to go. Now, I'm going to interject a question that we're not going to explore today, but I want you to explore. In this country, generally, is it the stag is it stagnating wages, or is or is it the devaluation of the dollar due to activity by the the um, the Fed, the Federal Reserve, that is causing our problem? Or is, is, is it a perfect storm of both? Just wanted to toss that out there. You guys can chew on it. So Some of y'all can chew on that. But, the, but, but this idea that, that this money is all equal and everybody should get the same is, is, is something that, first of all, has really never happened and isn't going to happen now. The state's not going to be able to come in and be the great equalizer, nor should it. Because you can't have, and I'm going I'm to say this, because you cannot have things both ways. You cannot have, I'm, I, I didn't want to hop in this now, you cannot have the state demand what everyone is calling high stakes, and I did the air quotes for high stakes testing, and make how much money you get paid depending, depending on the uh, performance of your students. If you don't want that, then you can't expect the state to say to come in out of the quote goodness and those are big huge air quotes goodness of their heart, um, and because it's the right thing to do, and equalize everybody's pay. What is 
other than the emotional aspect. The emotional aspect of you being a teacher in actually instead of Florida or anywhere really. That you would deserve, that you could throw on the table and say, because I do this, because we do this, we add this to this monetary thing, and thus we deserve a bigger piece of the taxpayer pie. Other than some emotional appeal. I've not been able to get any teacher that I've ever met to give me a non-emotional appeal. Because it's the only appeal they have. I get, you know, and again, I get it. I've done the job. I know that the job can suck. And let me and, and let me help some of y'all teachers who think that if you got paid more, the job wouldn't suck. Well, you know what? The job's it the job sucks. And it's going to suck whether you get paid um forty thousand dollars a year to do it. Or eighty thousand dollars a year to do it, it's still going to suck. Yeah, yeah, you're going to be able to go on 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 a couple more cruises um, in your lifetime than you might have otherwise, maybe because it's going to put you in a higher tax bracket. Uh, so maybe you get to go on one more cruise than you would have normally. Um, but I'm going to tell you right now, the job still sucks, and it sucks because of what's happening where you live locally. If you're going to go to the state capitol on Monday and you're going to lobby. And you are going to lobby um, legislators. What you should lobby for is the following. No more unfunded mandates. Allow the local school boards to run the local school districts. No more state-sponsored final exams. All that should come. All that should come from the local school district. All of it should become from from the local school, school district. No more state approved curricula. No more state approved textbooks. Every district should be able to pick their own textbook. As a, well, you know what? And and, and why do I say that? It's because. Hell, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. All the people working in, in those important positions have advanced degrees in education, but y'all can't figure out how to pick a damn textbook? I'm guessing you can. Most of y'all read. And if you're in a county where people don't read, you can get them to at least pick what the adjoining county picked or a big county somewhere else picked, right? Why do you need to say to do that? If why how and 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 because you'll be able to do this, you will be again. How how can you make more money? Well, you you can't make more money because you don't make any money now. You you can't increase profits, but you can increase profitability. Stop buying textbooks. Pick textbooks that you don't have to purchase. Have the districts pick, and this is the benefit of having the state not be involved, have the districts pick textbooks that you don't have to print, that you don't have to deliver, that you don't have to maintain, that you don't have to house. The extra money can go to salaries. Huh? 
the extra money can go to the salaries of not only the teachers but the lunchroom people and the um, and the people who keep the building safe and clean and air conditioned and on and on and on. Right, right. Textbooks have always been one of my my things. I make if we could, if you all, we just start dealing with textbooks. You know, I, I've seen the the textbook. Um, depository, repository, library here in Hillsborough County, and it is insanely ridiculous. It's this huge building with all, I mean, with with stacks and stacks and rows and rows and shelves and shelves of textbooks. Some of them we're using and some of them we're not using anymore, but we still got them. And I think of the billion dollars that was pissed away. And not only the textbooks, but, but, but some of the ancillary material. That had to be purchased with the textbooks. Not just the teacher's editions, but there's a whole bunch of ancillary material for most of those textbooks. That you don't have to do anymore. I'm guessing there is probably some districts that can write their own textbook. Get together 10, 10 math teachers in, in high school. Figure out the curriculum and write your own book. Put that book on a tablet. Put that book on your intranet. Not have a book where you had to print it. Depending on the number of students. Hell, if you if you need a written textbook, you might go down to the um might go down to um Kinko's. Remember Kinko's? And get it copied, stapled. Be creative, and you can you can have that creativity if you pull away from the teat of the larger entity. So imagine, imagine getting a five thousand dollar pay increase next year, and you didn't have to lobby, and you didn't have to get on a bus, and you didn't have to go to Tallahassee. It's because you just imagine because your school district chose to do things differently and better. So there was extra money. Think about being able to feed more kids and free and reduce lunch and breakfast programs because you had done things better and done things differently in your school district. Hmm. How about that? Think about being able to have more lab supplies in science because you had done things differently and done things better and you had extra, and you were able to save money because you were able to make deals inside your school district with suppliers that you can't do it because of the state mandates and the state contracts that a lot of times hold school districts back. People don't even realize some of these times that they hold school districts back. Think about the creativity that you'd be able to have in your curricula if you weren't tied to the larger entity, which is the state education system. What you should do if you're going up there to lobby the state government, you should be going there and saying, let my people go. Not, oh, we need more money. Oh, we need to be more tied in. We need, we need, we need more of the same banal awful treatment that you're giving us what we need is less we need to be we need this is a relationship that's not working this relationship is not working 
So you need to go lobby to get the hell out of this relationship. No more, again, no more unfunded mandates. Find every unfunded mandate in the county that you're in and lobby. This is what you need to be doing this weekend. And lobby that these unfunded mandates either no longer be mandates, so the your district doesn't have to do them, or, or they fund them. Period. No more good ideas that become rules for somebody else to pay for. No more of that. That's what you ought to be doing. I know you won't, because that's not how this is going to work out. But in any case, I had to say it. Anyway, thank you for coming to Fight Back 2020. We appreciate you. We really, really do. Um, I'll, I'll have this. Um, this is live today on, on Spreaker, and we'll go on to Spotify and countless other uh, podcast sources, and I'm going to copy it and put it on Blog Talk Radio as well, so it's going to be there. It's going to be everywhere. By the end of the evening, it'll be freaking everywhere. It'll be omnipresent. <laughs> In any case, we got to get out of here maybe for somebody else. So until we see you again, go out there and learn something, love somebody. And for goodness sakes, y'all take care of yourself. We will see you when we see you. Bye-bye now. Hey, kiddo. How was the hell? Educational. Oh, learn a new trick? Yeah, the trick to a happy, fulfilling life, maybe. I learned that mountain air unleashes my inner peace. And rip and pow while the whole crew's all, you induces spontaneous joy. Okay, uh, that's nice. The Icon Pass lets you do you at 50 destinations worldwide from 249 Adult. Drop in for next winter now and save at IconPass.com. With the cost of living going up across the country, you deserve a solution that offers some change. BJ's Wholesale Club members can save an extra 50 cents per gallon at BJ's Gas when they spend $100 in club or with curbside pickup. Stop what you're doing and head over to your local BJ's to get the savings you deserve. Not a member? Join today at BJ's.com or in the club. In-club purchase and gas purchase must be made on the same day. Learn more at BJ's.com gas. 